One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's episode is about the beginner's mind. It's about having a beginner's mind without always labeling ourselves as beginners unless we mean it in the best way, because actually being a beginner is being fresh and new and open-minded, in fact. So the beginner's mind is often talked about in um, Zen Buddhism as something that we would aspire to practice and to have. But first, let's talk about like what it means to have a beginner's mind. All right, so a beginner is, take a child. A child is learning things for the first time. So is a beginner in many ways. Um, a beginner at learning something, a beginner at seeing something, has this fresh, open, and free of kind of other thoughts, right? Anything that's blocking the, mi- the mind. It's like considered a fully open mind. So the beginner's mind is ready, curious, creative. And this is an incredibly powerful way to live. It's a mindset that is ready to absorb new information, try out new things. And and sometime in our growth, we go from the, you know, first and second grader who are eagerly fighting and raising their hands um, to with an answer to the kid in the back who in fifth grade, sixth grade is no longer raising the hands because he's been 
only pointed out what was wrong, you know, what, what he didn't know. And, and so that's kind of the beginning of this lack of growth mindset when we, we don't want to be wrong or we don't want to not be good at something. So we stop contributing or stop being curious or stop being okay with not having the answers instead of um, being okay with discoveries. And so that kind of mindset can, can lodge in our psyche and stay with us in practice throughout our lives. And we can get very stuck uh, because we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to um, investigate something. And so that person, in fact, does not no longer has the beginner mind, is no longer looking and, and investigating and, and trying out something else. And virtually no creativity is accessible because your mind becomes closed off. And so this is a pattern that we see over and over again. And, and some might, I mean, people have written books about this, how this, how the school system is really set up to, unfortunately, to uh, kill the creativity. You know, there's, there is a lot more about what you know than about discovering um, what you don't know and, and, and giving and, and letting that be the um, interesting thing, right? It's, it's more about kind of the test and um, the memorization. And so our, our ability to go and explore and be more creative in our thinking and more diverse and divergent in our thinking is no longer applauded, right? We're supposed to just kind of follow. I mean, that doesn't happen obviously in all the schools, but this is the reasoning that people would develop and get into a more rigid mindset and no longer have this open beginner's mind. And this, uh, people also, I, I think it's at some point I remember when I was talking to my daughter and she said, I would, I would say something and she's like, oh, I already know that. And that was something that's kind of being parroted that maybe one of her friends had said or, or who knows, but this wanting to be right is uh, really drilled in. Obviously, you get rewarded. You get a you get a good grade if you're right, but it also somehow makes you feel superior, like you have all the answers. That there is this this rightness, and so there is a there's a great Buddhist story that goes: this this student comes to study with a Buddhist master and wants to learn more about Buddhism, and the master begins to discuss several topics like meditation and this state of clarity and emptiness. And, and the student says, oh, wait, wait, you know what? I already know that stuff. And he's probably doing this as a way of, of impressing the, the master teacher. And so then the master invites the student to go for tea. And when the, when the tea's ready, the master pours the tea in a teacup, filling it, and it goes to the brim, and then he continues to fill it or, 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 or spill it at this case because it's going over and then it's going onto the table and the student says, wait, oh my gosh, you're, you, stop. The, you can't pour tea into a full cup. And the master then replies, return to me when your cup is empty. And so this idea, this Buddhist um, parable is about that you want to have an empty mind because then this empty mind is ready it's ready for new information. It's ready for new experiences. 
that every the world is there for you, and there's so many possibilities for learning. And when you don't have that, when you have the more closed or rigid mind, then you there's more fear involved. You you don't want to go back to a place where you assume you don't know something um, because that seems like uncomfortable as opposed to reframing it and thinking, oh gosh, that's great. I have an opportunity to learn something. So the, the, the beginner's mind is something we should try and cultivate each and every day. And when we do this in our movement practice, we have, an, we have a great opportunity to be a beginner every single day and look at it with new eyes and a new way of being. So I find it ironic when people um, look upon being a beginner as a less than or as a label. And so people will take my classes, for instance, and my classes are challenging. They're challenging because they're, a lot of times it's movement that a person hasn't done much of or they're familiar with. It's challenging because it engages the core by working on both the hands and the feet and moving in a variety of directions. It's challenging because it's it's just challenging the cardiovascular system cardio, and challenging the musculoskeletal system and it's challenging the ego probably. And, and I'll have people who love that. And then I'll have some people who say, this is too much. I, I really am, I'm a, I'm a beginner. And I always think, well, what does that mean? Because being a beginner would be that someone in my mind, a beginner's mind is someone who's going to really love new stuff. And yes, there might be struggle. There's nothing wrong with struggle. And this, a beginner is going to also be okay that things aren't coming right away or that the learning doesn't happen in, um, in a way that is, that is manifested in the actions right away. That is the beauty about being a beginner and having the beginner's mind is this craving and this desire and this fascination with curiosity and creativity and challenge, this openness to all of it. And so I think we all need to reframe what it means to be a beginner. And are you labeling yourself a beginner of anything? It's a way of, of kind of, it's a good labels, but I think when you label it, you're probably meaning it in the, in the worst way. Like, oh, I'm a beginner at that, meaning I'm not good at that. But being a beginner is giving us an opportunity to be like a child again, to recreate this, this state in our growth, in our time of our evolutionary development, where we were the most curious, the most engaged, probably. Think of how engaging it is to be around a young child, how everything in that young child's path is new and interesting. And eyes are wide open, ears are wide open, the brain is ready to receive. It's that empty cup ready to take in. So what I would ask you is, is where in your life can you be more a beginner and label it in a great way? Where is it that you can say, you know, I haven't ever done this movement practice before and sometimes I feel like my legs are in one place and my hands in the other, but it feels amazing to be doing something novel and interesting and challenging. And I'm going to stick with it because that's where growth happens. But here I am as a beginner. And then with that beginner's mind, embracing the newness of it, embracing the challenge of it. 
Um, it could be in your movement practice. It could be in other ways. It could be being a beginner, like a beginner writer or beginner, somebody knitting. I was, I met someone the other day who said, I, I never had knitted in my whole life. And I decided, I thought I'd try and knit because it just seemed like something that I'd always wanted to do. And it's actually made me become more interested in many, learning many other things. Because in, in essence, being a, having a beginner's mind is where we, where we all started. And it's where we, our mind, our brain recognizes that state. It recognizes, um, the growth mindset. And so some youth, uh, some ways of getting into that, that beginner's mind is pick something and it could be anything. Um, it could be movement. It could be a hobby. It could be something as simple as like, I've never made this dish before. I've never baked before. I was, I, I, I can cook things, but I can't bake things. I've never sung in a, in a choir before. Whatever it is, pick something that, that you're going to feel like a beginner. And in that, you're going to feel, uh, perhaps from your ego mind, really challenged because it feels like you're out of your comfort zone. But then reframe it and think, ah, I'm a kid again. I get to practice being a kid. I get to have the empty cup. I get to look at learning with new and fresh and eyes of zeal. And then go and start doing that. And then when you're doing it, bring kind of all of your awareness into that. Not necessarily what your thoughts are, but what what are bring all of your focus into that because then your thoughts won't wander into the ego land of, wow, I really suck at this. Wow, look at this knitting job. I, I wouldn't even show this to a, a, a three-year-old. Like it's more just being present to what you're doing and focusing on learning without combining that um, with judgment, which is what we do in our older years. <laughs> you know, our younger years, we, we aren't judging. Kids just are being, and they're so playful and in the moment, they're not making judgment. And so in so many ways, we want to return to that state of being where we could just practice something, we can learn something. And with that beginner's mind, we cannot label it. And I would say for those of you who've never taken my yoga class, try it. It, You don't have to be a yogi. Maybe you've barely moved at all, but give it a try. Even if you get through 15 minutes, enjoy it and laugh and and, um, discover new ways of moving your body because uh, take on this beginner's mind. It is somewhere we, we want to pursue it to live in more and more because it makes us feel fresh and excited and less stagnant you know, and less habitual, right? We, we can't, we shouldn't just do the things we know how to do, but do some things that are, are challenging for us because that's what helps us always grow and what helps, helps us feel like we're really fulfilling the, the quest for living a meaningful life and, and finding this, you know, filling up our, our cup and then re-emptying it over and over and over again. So can we approach life with a beginner's mind in that Buddhist principle? And it could in many ways bring us a lot more joy and reframing how, um, how a being a beginner is an amazing thing and not to go into the ego mind of needing to know things, needing to be right about things, needing to be able to achieve things, but to really just practice the art of of noticing and being in moment to moment because this will improve 
our ability to um, feel and, and, and engage and our experiences in life will be richer and fuller. And all of that will help us in our daily lives practice this, practice this state of more engagement, more attention, even if it is something that we do habitually, can we even do that state of beginner's mind in that? Like eating a, um, an apple as if you've never eaten it before. These are practices that the Zen Buddhist practice, that you take something that you're already doing and you apply this kind of new lens to it and slow it down, notice, and then get a real sense of what it would be like as if you were doing it for the first time. So be a beginner, strive to be a beginner, and relabel your idea of yourself as a beginner as a wonderful thing. We should all want to be beginners because then we're then we are fresh and open and discovery is there for us. We aren't rigid in our mindset and we aren't attached to our ego that we have to be right or we have to get it right or we have to do it right. Who cares? Have fun. Bring more joy. That's what we want to do. So sending lots of uh, hugs to you. And if you have not practiced with me, try my online practice. You can take a screenshot of a, you can write, you could uh, subscribe rate and review this podcast. And when you take a screenshot of your review, send it to podcast at movementbylara.com and I'll send you a link for a free class so you can try it out. Um, This class is made to make you feel lit up in all the ways in your spirit, in your body, because you're moving in, in a variety of ways, connecting to your core, deepening your breath and feeling joy. And it's awesome to feel like a beginner as you practice. So do that. Bye bye.